leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. Oh, what a pleasure to be talking to one of our guests today. She's been missing from us, but has certainly guided us for the last two years with regards to COVID. Prof Helen Rees, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's lovely to be back. <laughs> hopefully with <coughs> um, more optimistic news on the front. Well, I, I always think that even though it may not have been optimistic, I think the fact that for two years you so kindly gave half an hour on a Saturday morning, every Saturday morning to answer our questions around COVID was just an absolutely extraordinary uh, generosity on your side. So thank you very much. Very a pleasure. Prof, you are, of course, back um, in, with the story that the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority, SAPRA, has approved different, five different COVID-19 treatments. Well, yes. Um, and, I mean, this is going to, going to see evolving now. I mean, clearly people are very keen to get better treatments for severely people in hospitals in yeah. addition to what we already have. Yeah. But also, I think what's getting a lot of attention are the um, early treatments. This is for people who test positive, um, particularly people at high risk of developing severe disease, people over 65, people with comorbidities, that uh, there are now drugs um, on the market that uh, it, it would seem from all the clinical trials reduce the risk for those people of hospitalization and severe disease. Um, but the, the, the issue here is that you have to test quickly and you have to get the, the uh, therapeutics uh, to the person within five days. So you have to have early treatment. But that, that potentially, I mean, we all know that Omicron at the moment is, is, is not as severe, doesn't cause as severe disease as the earlier variants of concern. But in the future, we don't know. Yeah. Um, so having drugs that you can use to prevent progression to severe disease is, is going to be a, a significant breakthrough. So, Prof. Helen, we did have um, Professor Karim on the, on the line just explaining, and you've touched on this, um, explaining that whilst Omicron is going, you know, the graph has gone down, we've seen it uh, improving, um, we don't know that the next variant will be as as weak as this one, and in that it doesn't simply come out of Omicron. The next variant could come from the right instead of the left, so to speak. Exactly. And so what the, um, the, the scientists are looking at the genomics do is that they, they, they trace where they think a variant has come from. And they can often see in the trees that they draw, uh, well, this has got further modifications from that one, which came from that one. And Omicron popped up almost sort of novel. Um, and, and that's what we don't know. We don't know if we're going to see um, new variants that are going to just emerge, as Omicron did, with, without that sort of lineage evolving, if you like. Mm. Or are we going to see, indeed, evolution, but perhaps more virulent disease? That's obviously what we're all very nervous about, is something that's more transmissible, like Omicron, but causes more severe disease. And we can't really predict that, unfortunately. Mm. So some of the approved, well, three of the approved medicines are remdesivir generics. And is this now something that you would give to someone who has COVID? Yes, I mean, this, is, this has been used in, in several trials. And it, it's, it's um, something that needs to be, it's not a sort of 
brilliant silver bullet that's going to by itself do something remarkable. But in a number of trials, when it's combined with other treatments, it has had um, a positive impact on, on outcome, particularly for hospitalized patients. But the, the evidence has sort of swung backwards and forward on remdesivir. Mm. Um, but certainly, you know, when you've got severely ill people, you are looking for um, every possible assistance that you can you can have. So that would be remdesivir. But as I say, it would have to be in combination with another a number of other therapeutics. I know that there are some uh, therapies that you are still reviewing, and one of them is the Pfizer antiviral pill. This is so interesting. How will this work? Would it be like a pill we take on a, I mean, what would it be like a statin? Would it be how would you take it once a month, once a year? How would that work? No, at the moment, that, that one is called Paxlovid. Um, and this is one that in clinical trials significantly reduced hospitalization and severe disease. And in, in the early trials reduced deaths very significantly compared to a placebo product. But this is one when you test positive, you have to take within five days. This is yeah. one of these early treatments. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's not it's not like we're offering for HIV where you take something every day to stop you getting something. This is something for Once very early treatment. To, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a last, um, but, a last yeah, question go that I need for you, Prof, um, from you is, um, and I've seen quite a few people tweet about it and I have experienced it as well, is that for many of us who have had our booster shot, our Pfizer booster shot, there's been, the response has been possibly worse than in the first two Pfizer shots. Is there any reason that that could be? So you felt a bit worse, you had a sore arm, you're really sore arm, you felt a bit like headachey. What what, what would that be? Well, what we've done with the first two um, Pfizer shots, what we've done is we've kind of primed your immune system. So we've, we've sort of said, have a look at this antigen, which is, you know, a, a, a little bit of, uh, of relating to the virus. Remember this. Um, and so that's what happens with the first two shots. And so your immune system is primed. It's going to remember when it sees the real virus. But now when you give a booster, what you're trying to do is you're trying to kickstart the memory of your immune system. And so it's already primed. So when you have a booster, you're going not from nothing and no no immune response. You're going from a primed immune response and you're saying, hey, remember this. And you get a huge response very often. I mean, you can see very significant responses in the immune system with boosters. And that's why you get a reaction. It's, it, ironically, it's good because it's saying that your immune system is starting. Okay, Prof, we're going we're gonna to have to go to a break, but when we come back, I would like to just um, close off on that. Prof Helen Rees, founder and executive director of the Reproductive Health and HIV Institute, but also the chairperson of SAPRA as well. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Table Mountain. Thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. We're closing off with Professor Helen Reese, and we're talking about some of the therapies that have been approved by SAPRA, but also some of those that were not necessarily authorized yet because they are still looking for supporting data. Prof, perhaps you could uh, just talk about ivermectin and medicinal cannabis. That's the one that really interested me. Yes, well, ivermectin, very early on, uh, we, in, when the world was looking for how are we going to treat or, or prevent 
um, COVID infections, we looked at a whole number of existing drugs, and ivermectin was one of them. And if you remember very early on, you'll probably remember things like chloroquine mm. were also looked at. Ivermectin was one of these that in the laboratory suggested that it might have an action against uh, COVID-19. Um, but subsequently, a lot of studies were done. Um, unfortunately, some of the studies turned out to be fraudulent and had to be withdrawn. They were published and then withdrawn by very eminent um, journals. Um, and so eventually, when we put all of that clinical data together, uh, there was not evidence that ivermectin was, was going to be of benefit, either for prevention or for treatment, unfortunately. But um, early on, before we had all of that data, there was a lot of excitement about ivermectin because it's an available product and it's relatively cheap. Um, and obviously, if we had a, a, a drug like that early, earlier on, uh, then th this would be the sort of thing we would have been, looked at, been looking at. But as you just said, we've got monopiravir, which is an, another drug. We've got Paxlovid. These are now drugs for, for early treatment that we, we are starting to see with very good clinical data. So as with everything else, the, the, our, our understanding of, of how to treat this has evolved. So in closing, medicinal cannabis? Well, I think uh, medicinal cannabis is something that we're looking at in the country more generally for mm. a number of indications. There are some proven indications worldwide, nothing to do with COVID, but for example, for intractable epilepsy in children, for example. Yes. So, so people are very interested in looking at medicinal cannabis. And, and in South Africa, as we heard in the, uh, the, the, the president's uh, State of the Nation address, uh, you know, we're a country that can grow cannabis. But medicinal cannabis has to be grown very, very strictly. And then you have to do clinical trials, just like any other drug. Mm. Uh, so you've got to be able to prove that it works. But certainly, um, I think it's, it's, you know, as with anything else, if we can do trials and if it's shown to work, then that would be a benefit. But we don't have that data yet. Professor Rees, thank you so much for joining us. In closing, we do have to ask you, or not even ask you, but congratulate you, winning the French National Order of Merit, uh, Chevalier du Merit, uh, for uh, the work that you've done. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful tribute and certainly well-deserved. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Professor Helen Rees, uh, she is one of, I must say, our favourites here on the show, just very, very clear in the way she talks through so 